Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Powered Portal. I'm your host, Rebecca Kiger, master mindset and high performance coach, as well as a financial expert of over 15 years. I've spent my entire adult life studying the difference between successful and unsuccessful people, and I plan on sharing all of the things with you on our journey together. This podcast is called The Soul Powered Portal because it's my desire to share with you exactly how to create a life that is powered by your soul, not by societal standards or what everyone else in your life tells you that you should be doing, but actually powered by your soul. The reason you'd want to do this is because I believe that this is the fastest way to unlock your portal to prosperity. This is the portal that once you enter it, You gain access to the prosperity, abundance, wealth, time freedom, experience freedom, and fulfillment that actually are your birthright. I don't believe that you came here to build someone else's dreams. I believe that you came here to live your soul-powered life and live it to the fullest. And I plan on sharing with you exactly how to do that during our time together. So thank you so much for being here. I know we're going to have so much fun together today. Let's dive in. Hey guys, real quick before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that I have gotten so much amazing feedback from my last live event that I did. I mean, literally people were manifesting over $10,000 in unexpected money, doubling their income, having their biggest months ever. And so because I have seen so much amazing transformation as a result of this work, what I decided to do is create a bundle with my most potent trainings inside of it so that if you miss the live event or even if you were there and you want replays as well as some juicy additional content that will speed up your manifestation process and help you unlock that portal to prosperity even more quickly, you can check out the details in the show notes for my Rise to Riches bundle. Everything is there and I'll see you on the inside. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Powered Portal. I am so excited to have you here as always. I have like a little bit of a different message, a different vibe to today's episode, and I'm sure that you will see what I mean or notice what I mean as we go on. Uh, and this episode is really for you if you genuinely are feeling like stuck maybe in a financial cycle that you keep repeating or feeling stuck in your business, like you know the action steps that you want to take next, but you're finding yourself either procrastinating or having a hard time kind of stepping out of your comfort zone and doing the damn thing. All right. So if that is you, this episode is for you. And I'm going to talk to you about how to actually quantum leap in your business. There's all kinds of conversations going on in the industry right now and really just in the personal development and the spiritual development space about quantum leaping, what it means and how to achieve it, right? So to me, what quantum leaping really is, is just collapsing time. It's really making a big jump um, into a essentially a different energetic timeline. And so we are 
shifting into new paradigms all the time as we're growing, we're developing, we are learning new things, all of the above. Like, you know, you are literally living in a different timeline than you did 10 years ago, 20 years ago, right? Like you probably couldn't have imagined yourself getting to this place the way that it played out. You know, there's so many things that have happened and you, you may not really even know exactly how you got here or you're like, wow, I could not have predicted that it all shifted. Everything happened so that I could get here. Right. So you're, you're literally walking and shifting energetic timelines all the time. And According to quantum physics, you know, there's just so many different realities that exist. And so when we talk about quantum leaping, it's really just being able to step into that highest energetic timeline right now versus waiting for some external event to happen and then being able to achieve what it is that you want in your financial life. So we're going to talk about all of that and we're going to touch on, I'm going to share with you guys my biggest tips for quantum leaping for being able to begin embodying the highest version of you right now. I call this version the wildly wealthy woman. So for me and, you know, most of the listeners on this podcast, right, are women, right, are feminine essence beings. And so this is the the version, but if you're not a woman, you don't identify as a woman, you are not a feminine essence being, then use whatever terminology you want, right? This isn't just uh, you know, we're not, we're not captive to using that word, but you know what I mean when I share that from now on, because I want to, uh, just really give you guys a name and some context there. So in my own life, I call this, you know, embodying the wildly wealthy woman. And that's what I'll reference it throughout the podcast. And you'll start to see that some of that messaging as well, uh, throughout my other content, if you follow me on any of the socials, right? So, The reason that I really want to dive into this today is also because I am really learning and stepping into and embodying this quantum leap that I'm going through in my own life. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I have really gone through a lot of energetic shifts over the last year. Uh, I just finished up my year container working with uh, my amazing shaman, Makosi, and really I had committed to being in that space with her. We call it like the vortex, right? In this vortex with her for a year, and I wanted to make sure that I gave myself that year to let go of the old paradigms, to let go of all of the stuff. And I want to share some of the things that I realized and and why I want to talk to you about this today and and bring this really back to you because you might be struggling with some of the same things. And so my goal in this, as I'm moving forward in in the new paradigm that I'm stepping into is is to be as authentic and as real with you as I possibly can. The reason is because I know that in my story that there are things that will allow for you to be able to unlock different levels to your own journey as well. Different levels of abundance, different levels of authenticity, different levels of surrender, different levels of spiritual development and you know, if I'm not going to share completely authentically with you of those different things that I've struggled with and overcome or that I'm still struggling with, I feel like there's a level of disconnect that can, that can happen when that is the case. And so over the last year, I've really been 
just shattering a lot of those old paradigms. And what I mean by that is, you know, you may notice this showing up in your own life as well, where, you know, you have been taught just like me to be a certain version of yourself. A lot of times when we're children, you know, we kind of come into this world wanting and desiring to be authentic and not really understanding why we can't be authentic, right? But then, of course, through conditioning, through different conversations that we have, through different, uh, you know, individuals who are in power over us, telling us, well, good girls don't do this, you know, you you are uh, big boys, you know, don't, don't do that. <laughs> and, you know, you, you really should act a certain way in order to receive a certain reality. So what we end up doing, of course, as you know, is really hiding aspects of ourselves. We stop showing up fully authentically because we feel like in order to achieve the life that we desire, which at that point, at that stage, is just really the acceptance and love of our caregivers and our parents, right? Um, you know, and, and adults in general. So we begin to, 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 sh- to create this identity. We begin to hide. We begin to really alter ourselves in order to be loved and received by others. And Although that worked for us at that particular time in our lives, as you begin to become an adult, right, and really want to live truly and authentically in who it is that you're being called to be, that can be a struggle, right? Because I've, I've just noticed this so much that individuals, even inside of my my money mindset program and um, just the different conversations that I've been having, you know, through the workshop that I did in in August, um, all of the different women who are coming to me and saying, yeah, like, I just, I don't think that I can do this. I'm being called to step into this, but I don't think that I can, or I'm afraid of judgment or I don't. And this, I mean, this totally shows up in my life as well, where, you know, and this is a lot of what I've had to release and let go of. And so I just noticed this massive pattern where we feel like we're wrong, we're bad, we won't be accepted, we'll be judged, we'll be a target, we'll be, you know, whatever the case may be, however it shows up for you. But if you actually say what it is that you want to say, if you actually do what it is that you want to do, it's like this massive amount of fear (laughs) that comes into play because we're like, I shouldn't be doing that. And it's like, The thing that I've been realizing is according to fucking who, like according to who, okay. So my mother or my teacher or my father, or, you know, someone, when I was a child told me my Sunday school teacher, right. That I should or should not be doing X, Y, and Z. And I was told that at the age of five, right. By someone that I don't like, think about all of the teachers and the, you know, Sunday school teachers, or if you've got, if you've got a church, you know, or like the different people that have crossed your path, the things that you've been told in terms of advice that you still hold on to. And you're like, I don't even know where I got that from. Like I was told something at the age of five and I still believe that like that has to be my reality. Like, I'm sorry, what, you know, so a big part of what I am stepping into is just showing the fuck up, you know, and not really from a place of what I should be saying, what I should be doing, you know, what others 
want to hear from me, you know, and, and in total transparency, I know that that's a big part of what I have struggled with as I'm expanding into this next level of my business, because for a long time, I would do things from the lens of like, what is it that, you know, my people want to hear? What is it that they want to know? What's the thing that they want me to say or do or blah, blah, blah. Right. And the truth is that what it is, like what spirit is, is revealing to me is that what the people who I came here to serve my soul family, the people that I came here to touch and impact and help them expand their lives, really what they want from me is for me to just allow spirit to speak through me and deliver whatever it is that it wants to deliver. <laughs> like, it's just so funny because, you know, you might find yourself running this pattern too. Like, what what should I say? What should I do? You know, if you're creating content, right? What, what do they want to hear? Well, they want to hear what it is that you want to say. <laughs> they want to hear what authentically wants to come through you. And how do you deliver that in whatever way feels best for you? Like one of my mentors in the money mindset space is her name is Amanda Francis and she's fucking amazing. She's epic. Um, and she says in what inside of one of her programs that your desires are safe guidance. Your desires are safe guidance. So what does that mean? You know, when we look at your human design chart, which is something that I've been really diving into um, inside of my programs with my different clients, and this has just been life-changing, right? So when you look at your human design, one of the biggest things that you're going to recognize is that you have a certain way that the commu- that the universe communicates with you. So you ask for certain things, right? We have a, we do a really good job as a society of like asking for certain things and then have a hard time receiving because we don't always know and it's not widely taught. How does the universe communicate back with you? So your version of communicating might look like prayer, right? It might look like meditation. It might like look like speaking things into existence, vision boarding, things like that. And once we do all of those things and we put our desire out there into the world, the universe actually communicates back with us. And the way that it communicates is through giving us different nudges. Now, everyone is designed a little differently and the way that that actually shows up for you is a little different. But the reality is that one of the biggest ways, if not the biggest way that the universe actually delivers to you what it is that your next step is to take is through your desires. What is it that you want to do? <laughs> like, what is it that you actually want? We've lived in this society where we've just been so programmed to believe that everyone else's desires are more important than ourselves, especially if you drew up, grew up in like a traumatic you know, environment or there was chaos or you had a narcissistic parent or, you know, you had these kind of scenarios where you had to, at a young age, abandon your own needs in order to take care of other people. That could even be exacerbated in your own life where you're just like, I remember being asked that question for the first time and being like, I don't know. What do I actually want? Like, I don't know. And even if I did know, it's not like 
it would ever happen. Like I had no belief in myself that I could actually have what it is that I want. Like I knew from a young age that I was being called to step into something bigger, but like that never even crossed my mind as to what that would look like. I always had this inner nudge, but I, but I never sat down and like put pen to paper and was like, yeah, I want this. I want this type of lifestyle. I want that. We're not even taught to do that. We're literally not even taught to do that. You know, I know my daughter came home and a few years back from school and it's like, you know, they were talking about like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Do you want to be a, it's like, it's like a buffet, right? Like you have to be this, this, or this. Those are your only options. And it's like, what if she doesn't want to do any of that? What if she wants to go and change the world and like create something completely different? What if she wants to whatever, but we're not even taught to think outside of the box like that. It's like our entire society is created in this manner, by the way. It's all created to just funnel us through a certain system. And, you know, it's just, I'm I'm just not for it. I'm, I'm literally just not for it. Everything I've done in my entire life has been basically backwards from the way that society has told me to do it. And I'm still successful as fuck. So the thing is that I'm just done. I'm literally done with the shenanigans. I'm done with being told how I have to do things or that it has to be done on this specific timeline. And, you know, I have to get married first and blah, blah, blah. You know how many times I thought because I had a daughter at, I got pregnant at 17 and I had her at 18 years old. Um, You know how many times I believe the lies that I would never find a man. I would never find a man. There's no freaking chance that a man would want to date me. I am a single mother, right? Like my daughter is biracial. And I grew up, well, she grew up, obviously, dealing with racism, right? So when we would be seen together and things, I mean, it just, the the dirty looks and and what we would experience as just a mother-daughter, like we're just trying to live our lives and do things. And the, the comments that I would hear people make, um, you know, through the years, it was really, really tough. And, and also... Even people who didn't know that I had a biracial daughter who I would meet through the years, whether it was it, you know, at the bank or outside of the bank, and they would say certain things about, I mean, just, just call it what it is. Like they would, you know, white people talking about poorly about, you know, other races. Like I'd be like, dude, you have no idea. Like (laughs) you don't even know that I have a biracial daughter. You don't even know that I have biracial nieces and nephews. You don't even know that some of the people in my life that I feel are closest to me are other races. And for you to say that it, I internalized a lot of that. And I felt like, okay, there's just no way like people are going to judge me based on the fact that I have a biracial child. People are going to judge me based on the fact that I had a child at the age of 18. Like no man is going to want to be with someone who has this quote unquote baggage. I I just, I know that I, I felt that way for such a long period of time. And until I stopped believing the fucking lie that nobody would want to be with me until I actually started to build my confidence and realize who the fuck I actually am. And that my having my daughter in this way at such a young age is actually what propelled me to have a purpose in life that was bigger than myself so that I could go out and create something of my life. I know for a hundred percent fact 
I, I guess I don't, I don't, I don't know if you know anything for hundred percent fact, if it didn't happen, but I believe wholeheartedly that had I not had my daughter at the age of 18, I would have gone to college. I wanted to be an attorney. I would make a damn good attorney by the way, but I, you know, <laughs> cause I'm, I'm always up for like a good debate. Right. And I wanted to be an attorney. So I would have probably gone to school, right, right out of high school instead of going to work right away. Um, I would have gone to, I mean, my, the, the trajectory of my life would have been completely, completely different. And now, you know, I'm 34 years old and I have a almost 17 year old daughter who is like my best friend in the world. I have an amazing relationship with my husband who has taken her on as his own daughter, could not love her more if it were his own daughter, right? We have all of the, the quote unquote, quote unquote things, right? We have the house, the white picket, like the whole thing, right? And the reality is that if I would have believed the lies that society told me that I needed to, you know, <laughs> go to college, right? Go to work, then you get married, then you have kids, then you retire, then you die. Like, it's just, crazy. If I would have believed, I literally did everything backwards. By the way, we got, we got married. Uh, I mean, before we like, oh, we bought our house together before we got married. So everything I've done has been backwards. I mean, it's completely the opposite. Um, you know, and, and I just think that we just have to create a paradigm where it's fucking okay. Like whatever path that you're, you've taken, to get to where you are right now is perfect. Why are we still believing the lies? By the way, this all ties in because the way that we can block a quantum leap, the way that we can block a a shift and the way that we can actually block massive amounts of abundance coming through is just by believing that there's something wrong with where you are right now. There is nothing wrong with where you are right now. Now, nothing. As a matter of fact, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. You are 100% exactly where you are supposed to be. And the way that you got here was exactly how you were supposed to get here. You know, the degree in which you will grow and reach that next level and reach that quantum leap is to the degree that you are willing to let go of the story that there is something wrong with where you are right now and that you should be further along. It's a fucking lie. You're exactly where you need to be, period. You are here on purpose. There are things that are happening in the energetic world that take a little bit of time. And sometimes What you think that you want to happen right now is actually the worst thing that could happen for you. I'm going to give you some examples because I know that this will resonate with a lot of you. Have you ever been in a relationship before that you begged God, the universe, the higher power, or that person to stay with you? You were like, please just make this work. I remember with the father of my child, and I do not harbor any ill will towards him. I wish him the best of luck. Genuinely, I he gave me the most precious gift in the entire world. So just to clear that up, um, 
but we were young. We were children having children, right? So it didn't work out. <laughs> we also didn't belong together. So I remember though, begging God, begging God, please, please, please just let this work. Please just let him stop running his stupid games, settle down with us, please, please, please. When I found out that he cheated on me, I was eight and a half months pregnant. And that was really the first time that it was confirmed. Of course, I have my suspicions, but that was the first time that it was confirmed. And essentially he was cheating on me um, for my entire pregnancy, which is obviously incredibly dangerous um, as well. So that really, really sucked. And I remember after I had my daughter two weeks later, right? It was incredibly traumatic to be welcoming a child um, when you are still a child into the world, which I don't care. I mean, 18 years old, you don't even know what time it is. You do not know how to raise a kid. I'm sorry. You don't, you just don't. I mean, what, I don't even know why we're allowed to have kids that young. Um, I feel like there should be like a, <laughs> like a button you can press, like at like, I don't know, 25, maybe <laughs> that's up for debate in terms of the, the timing of it. But I just genuinely am like looking back like 18. Oh my God. What? Um, anyways, I digress. So I remember how traumatic it was just thinking like, Oh my God, I'm going to have to raise this baby alone. Like I'm still a child. I, the weight of my decision did not even remotely hit me until then. And I was like, Oh my God, like I have to do this and I have to do this alone. And I remember just begging God, like, please, you know, <sighs> make him clean up his act. I, I need him in my life. I need him to help me raise this kid. I need this. I need that. I, I love him please. <laughs> you guys get where I'm going, right? Like, had we stayed together? Oh my God, would my life be so different? I'd probably be honestly like not to be gruesome, but I'd probably be like dead by now. I mean, seriously, it was such an abusive thing. We would have killed each other. Um, or, you know, he would have, I don't know. It, it would have been so bad. I would definitely not be where I am right now. Not even freaking close. The trajectory of where it is that I would be if I were still with that man is a massively different energetic timeline. Do you see how decisions that you make can actually shift timelines? Do you see how you can shift an energetic timeline simply by making decisions? And every micro decision that you make is shifting you towards a different timeline all the time. So that is an example of, you know, really what I wanted, what I desired more than anything at that point in my life, I would have given anything for it was to still be in a relationship with that man. Because I thought I had no idea. I didn't see the bigger picture. I didn't see what the universe had in store for me. So why am I still sitting here today thinking that this is the way, you know, this isn't the way that it should be. Well, how the hell do I know what the universe knows? I don't. I don't see the bigger picture. We can't see the bigger picture. We just, we're not designed to see the bigger picture. There is a level of co-creation. There is a level of trust, period. 
So where in your life are you holding on to this idea that you should be somewhere other than where you are right now? And how can you begin to let that go? There's something here for you to learn. The reason that we repeat cycles in our lives is because the universe has some sort of lesson. I repeated the cycle with another person right after him who was unfaithful towards me. I didn't learn the lesson. I didn't learn the lesson. It's like the video game analogy that I always use, right? You have to learn the lesson. You have to pass the level in order to reach the next one. But getting frustrated and saying, why the hell am I still on this level is not going to help you pass the level. Throwing the game controller at the wall is not going to help you pass the level. Stomping your feet and getting upset and talking about how much you wish you were at the next level is not going to get you to the next level. Is this resonating? I really hope so, because this was something that was massive for me. Massive for me. And I know that when I shifted this, everything changed. Everything changed. And I'm not perfectly healed of this pattern. I'm not a perfect human being. I'm just like you. I struggle with things just like you, right? It's just a matter of how can I begin to feel grateful for actually where I am right now to stop comparing myself to where I think I should be or to that person who I think that I want to be like. You don't know what they had to do to get where they are, by the way. You don't know what they had to overcome. It's so often that we want to compare where we are, which might be level five of the video game. You might be on level five and that person you're comparing yourself to is on level 20. (laughs) And you're like, well, why can't I have what they have? Well, you will have it. The soon as you stop focusing on what level 20 is doing and focus on how to pass level five. So the way that we quantum leap, this leads me right into it. The way that you go from level five to level 20 is to begin to show up as the version of you who already has what it is that you desire and work it backwards. So the version of you who is on level 20 of the video game What did she do to get there? I guarantee she didn't sit there in resistance and pouting about being on level five. She just did the work. She showed up in the energy of someone who is at level 20. She showed up at level 20 energy. And let's dive into what that actually looks like tangibly. Okay. So the version of you who already has what it is that you want, I want you to just bring to mind a goal. Bring to mind a financial goal that you would like to be at on a monthly basis, okay? I'll give you a second to bring that up. What is like a a goal that is a stretch for you? 
Okay, give yourself a stretch, a stretch goal. And now that you have that, I want you to begin to imagine what is that version of you doing right now? Let's say that you already had that income. You already had that, and that's your consistent baseline. That's where your financial thermostat is set. So like, I'm not talking about a one-off type of situation. I'm saying this is your income. What is that version of you doing right now? What's she thinking about? What is she, how is she showing up? Is she worried about getting to where she is? No, because she's already there. Is she worried about sweating the small stuff? Is she comparing herself to other people or is she putting her head down and focusing on becoming an energetic match to the next level now? What is she doing? How is she supported? What does she accept in her reality? Like, what are her boundaries like? What does she no longer accept? What is she not worried about? Get really crystal clear about this version of you. And if there are things that she is or is not doing that you are or are not doing in your life right now, that's your answer. That's your answer. I know we want this complex, you know, explanation as to what all this means, because I'm a very analytical person. Trust me. I don't want to know what time it is. I want to know how the watch is made. I'm deep down all the rabbit holes. Okay. I understand this all on a biological level and what it comes down to, even understanding it (laughs) to the degree as I've researched into quantum physics, as I've researched into the biology of how our body actually works and how this manifestation process is created. The reality is it all boils down to showing up as that version of you before you ever get there. And that's, that's the story, right? That's it. That's where your power lies. Now, I want to go deeper into this a little bit. So one of the things that I know for certain that comes to mind whenever I think about the version of me who is where I want to be and beyond. And I realize that she is, which is also why I'm here in this different energy with you guys today, is I realize that she is like the most authentic version of me. She is the, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do things differently than everybody else. Why? Because I fucking want to. And I always have. That is who I am. I do not go with the flow, like with the crowd. I don't. I don't. I don't. If if, if every, like I've, and this is something I've like tried to work through. Cause I'm like, is that like a limiting belief? Like, why am I like that? Like, no. No, I've just come to the conclusion that I'm a, I'm a rebel. I, I am. Like, this is who I am. If everyone else is doing it, just on principle, I don't want to do it. Literally. I don't want to do it. I never, ever, ever, ever wanted to go along with trends. I, I hate them. 
that's why I have a hard time with social media sometimes because I'm like, oh my God, you all are just regurgitating the same things. Not you guys, of course, like Instagram. It's it's just all regurgitation, the same shit. I literally could throw my phone at the wall. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Why is it like, I know that it works for views and blah, 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 but I, I literally like despise it. So you see me like just talking and just like sharing stuff that I like, I just, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And so if I do it and I force myself to do it, right, then number one, is that the highest version of me? Is that what she's doing? Hell no, she's not doing that stuff. No, she's not doing that. And then also like, what's the energy that you're going to feel if you watch my video where I'm clearly like, like that's blocking. That's, that's literally repelling people. When I'm doing what lights me up and what I am authentically here to do, that's what magnetizes people. This is what makes you stand out. When you're doing what it is that lights you up, that's what makes you stand out, by the way. So trying to force yourself to do things because you think that you should. I've used this like analogy or I guess this phrase before where, and I don't remember who I heard this from. I didn't come up with this and I just don't know who I heard this from. So I want to give credit where it's due, but. I don't know who I heard this from, but I heard how (laughs) when you do everything that you think that you should do, you end up shooting all over yourself, right? Like, what is that? What the hell is that? I have just seen people my entire career do what it is that they thought that they should do, what society told them they should do, what their parents told them that they should do. You just end up miserable, miserable and wondering what, where their life went. I'm not saying any of this stuff because like, I think that this is like true. No, I've literally witnessed people at the ending end stages of their life. Like, why, why did I do all of that? The biggest regret that people have, right, is literally not living their life more fully. What does that mean? It means being authentically themselves and showing up and doing what they want, despite what everyone else is saying. Your authenticity is what is absolutely what magnetizes people to you. And I know for me, this has been a major cycle that I've been breaking through because for a very long time, I have absolutely had to abandon my authentic desires for other people that started as a child. And then I continued it into adulthood a hundred thousand percent. And so now it's been this deconditioning over the last year and Before that, but more so over the last year, it's kind of like expedited. And this is where I know that my quantum leap exists is sharing more authentically, sharing more truly, telling you guys the thing, talking to you guys about the things that I'm afraid to talk to you about, sharing the things that I've never shared before. 
you guys are going to see a different version of me. Well, if you, if you follow me on socials, if we're connected on socials, then you're going to see me differently here. You're going to just hear me differently. If it's just on the podcast, (laughs) obviously for obvious reasons, but I'm going to be showing up differently. Why? Because I want you to see that it's okay in here, that it's okay. (laughs) It's okay to be you. It's okay to show up authentically. It's okay to do what lights you up, even if the rest of the world isn't doing it. As a matter of fact, that's what makes you stand out. When you are going against the grain, when you are going against what everyone else is doing, despite what they're all telling you you should do, you literally become a magnet. You become a magnet to the things that you desire because that's the universe rewarding you for showing up authentically. The universe rewards us for being who it is that we actually are. And why would you want to be the same as everyone else anyway? Right? I ask myself that all the time. Like, why? You weren't born to be the same. We weren't designed to be the same, but society Man, if they do a good job of making us think that we all need to fit into this box. What if there is no box? What if we actually are just all here supposed to be doing the diverse, versatile things and that we actually just don't belong in a fucking box? Like we're so much bigger than the box. Just get out of the box. Like actually the box doesn't even exist. Like if you just, just don't even acknowledge the box. I don't care about the box. I never wanted to be in it anyways. That's why I spent years of my life depressed. That's why I spent years of my life as a walking panic attack. Literally, I didn't even know that it was possible to be where like my nervous system is right now. I didn't even know this level of ease and calm, centered, and balanced, like, way of living existed. I seriously didn't know this existed. I was a walking panic attack. Why? Because any time I opened my mouth, I was afraid of what the rest of the world was going to say. I was so petrified to be me that I would just bury it all, all down. Just mask it, hide it. Nobody wants to hear it anyway. Nobody cares. Nobody cares what you have to say. I believe that shit. And now the more that I'm speaking up, the more that I'm honest and truthful and authentic, the more people are coming to me and saying, I didn't know that you struggle with that. I do too. Or I didn't know you overcame that. My God, I did too. Or wow, thank you so much for showing up. Thank you for doing this. Like I had a massive breakthrough because of this and that and all of it, all of it. That's not why I do it. That's not why I do any of it. I don't do it for the recognition, but it really, really helps to know that people are receiving value from me showing up. And it's the same thing for you. I promise. You sharing your heart and your authenticity 
you sharing your story. Your story, I always say this, that your story can be the key to unlock someone else's chains. You showing up, giving yourself full out permission to play out in your authentic way. And in authenticity, I promise, can be the key to unlock someone else's chains. There is someone out there waiting for you. There is someone out there who feels like they are alone. There is someone out there who feels like they, they, nobody can understand what they're going through. Nobody will get them. I used to tell myself that story all the time. It's bullshit. Maybe you get them, but you're so afraid to share your authentic truth because everyone your whole life has told you that you shouldn't do it and you're wrong for it. And good girls don't do that. And good boys don't do this. And big girls don't cry. And big boys don't blow. Shut up. Who cares? According to who? According to fucking who? You know what? I I absolutely love when my husband cries. It's not very often. Honestly, he's very (laughs) emotionally regulated, which is one of the reasons that I am now as well. Because I've co-regulated with him for six years. But I love when he cries because it lets me access a layer of him, a layer of vulnerability. I love when my husband tells me his cycles and traumas and triggers that he wants to work through. And we work through them together. I, I crave that vulnerability. I love it. I love it. It makes me think he is so much more of a man, so much stronger Right. And I'm talking about masculine, right? Like, not like that's what makes a man, but I think it's hot because I actually think that it is harder for you to, I know it is, I don't think, I know it is harder for you to be vulnerable than it is for you to put the mask on. The mask is easy. The mask is easy. That's easy. I'm just going to pretend. I'm just going to pretend and I'm going to do all the shit that society tells me to do. That's fucking easy. What's hard is being vulnerable. What's hard is being open. What's hard is being truthful and courageous enough to say, this is who I truly am. Take it or leave it. And man, is there power in that? Whew. There is so much power in that. There is so much power in showing up and saying, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. But I promise you that if you are starting a business and you want to magnetize clients or you're a sales professional, you want to magnetize clients to you, right? And you want them to be easy dream clients of yours. If you're showing up inauthentically, you're going to attract people who want the facade. I'm going to say that again. If you're showing up inauthentically, you are only going to attract people who love and want and desire the facade of who it is that you're showing up as. How much better would it feel to know That the people who are magnetized into your world are there because they want and they desire you. 
and all of you, all of your flaws, all of the bullshit, all of the stuff that you didn't think was okay to talk about, all of the ways of being that are quirky, little, silly, cute, adorable ways that are you. How much better do you think it will feel knowing? That's where imposter syndrome comes from. Showing up in these ways that you think you should. Of course you feel like an imposter. Because this isn't the way that you would do it. (laughs) You're doing it according to, to what someone else tells you to do. Of course it doesn't feel authentic. It's not. It's not. I know it from experience. So I'm not here on my, you know, throne over here trying to tell you that, like, it's literally how I live the majority of my life. And it sucks. And I did feel like a fraud. I did feel like it wasn't legitimate or authentic for a long period of time. Because it wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't. And that sucks. I promise it is so much better on this side. When we can really, truly begin to be authentically who it is that you are from the jump, from the gate, from the beginning, you think that you should be further along in your business. What if you needed to learn the lesson that you need to show up authentically first before you could have a skyrocketing business or you're just going to attract a whole bunch of unaligned people because go if you want to do you, you you don't have to do any of this you don't have to create an aligned business you don't have to create from an authentic place you don't have to do any of that you can keep on the facade you can keep on the mask you can pretend and still be successful and make money. That is very reasonable. It actually happens all the time. When I was in the corporate world, I made a shit ton of money. I made a lot of money. But damn it, did I have, when that mask came off at the end of the night, Drinking wine every night on the weekends. I want to go just escape it all. Couldn't wait to get on a vacation. I'm crying my eyes out on the way home from work. I'm miserable. But tomorrow, go ahead and stick that mask on. Let's do it all over again. It's your choice. You can do what it is that you want to do. But if you want to build, if you want a quantum leap and you want to do it in alignment, You want to do it in a way that you're going to be able to sustain it and that you don't have to take off the mask some day in the future and say, oh, wait, I know I built this business and you all thought I was like this, but I'm not. So risk losing it all. (laughs) You know, in order, I believe that the energy that we create something in is the energy that we have to stay in in order to keep it. I just fully believe that. I've seen it happen too many times to, to not. It's in my in my opinion, this is like a rule of reality. So the thing is that why not build a business in the energy of authenticity, in the energy of magnetism, in the energy of you? 
so that you never have to change. You never have to worry about taking off the mask. You never have to worry about whether or not people are going to find you out. You don't have to worry about feeling like an imposter because it's you. And the people who are going to come into your life are going to come because they want you and they want all of you. And they want you to do it your way. People don't want a cookie cutter approach. They don't. They don't. I know for me, I don't want a cookie cutter approach. You're telling me you're going to tell me the exact steps that you took. And I have to follow these in the exact way. And I can variate, like I can, I can make no variations to this plan. I have to follow it. I I literally am just like, I'm not going to walk. I'm going to run away from that person because I am not cookie cutter. I, I did not come here to be cookie cutter. No, no, I didn't come here to fit into a box and I'm certainly not going to try to fit into yours. You know, I'm not going to do that. And you shouldn't either. Because there is something massively special about you. You are literally extraordinary. And you get one time to be this version of you. Now, if you believe in past lives and things like that, maybe you'll come back in the future. But you get one opportunity to be this specific version of you with this specific lifetime. Why not live fully all out? Live full out. Your energy is your algorithm. (laughs) I, I do sometimes get caught up in the algorithm and all that stuff, just like everyone else, because I'm human. But when I remind myself Like, okay, but are you showing up authentically? Are you being 100% you or are you just doing this because you think you should? And on the videos where I'm doing things I think I should or the reels that I'm creating or the TikToks or whatever it might be, podcasts, when I'm doing something I just think that I should, they fall so flat. It's not even funny. I'm like, oh, or when I post this because I think I should post it. I think I need to post every day. But I'm like, hurry up and just like post it so I can get something out there. Like, what is that? What is that? No. How powerful is that going to be? Like if I just sat here and I'm like, I have to sit down and record. So I'm going to hurry up and like read off of this outline that I have. I have like three things written down on this outline and I've been going for, I don't even know how long. (laughs) Like, this is what spirit wanted me to tell you. Not what I wrote down. So I promise that if it's possible for one person, it's possible for the next. Whatever is possible for one person is possible for the next. We were not stamped at birth, capable or uncapable, worthy or unworthy, rich, poor. Like that's just, it's a, it's, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Believing that it's bullshit is the start is where you want to start. If you believe that you can become an energetic match to that version of you, and then you begin to show up as her, 
you begin to show up as the wildly wealthy woman right now, right now, like what could you do right now? Even if it's like you hear yourself saying, I don't know, I couldn't do it. Just reframe it in your mind right now. Tell yourself a different story right now. Go and do the thing that you're afraid to do right now. What would she be doing? What is she doing? If you were already there, what did you do to get there? How did you show up to get there? Who did you surround yourself with to get there? And start doing those things now. I promise you, this is the fastest way to collapse time and it's the fastest way to quantum leap. Okay? So I want to hear from you. Share with me, what is the one step that you're going to take? Solidify it. Confirm it to the universe. Send me on Instagram. Tag me on Instagram. Send it to me on Facebook. Wherever we're connected. I want to hear from you. Let's solidify it and let's do it together. And I promise you guys are going to see some changes in my world. I'm working on some different things that even from a branding perspective, even from just all of it. This is a new version of me that I'm showing up in. This is a more authentic version of me. And I'm no longer interested in doing things just because I think that they look good and that you want to, you want to see a certain version of me. I'm going to be playing with some different things and really allowing myself to go with what it is that I'm being guided and knowing that my desires are safe guidance. So I'm going to be living that out. And I hope on some level you can give yourself permission to do the same. I love you. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, Soul Family, thank you so much for tuning in to the entire episode today. I know your most valuable asset is your time, and so I thank you for spending time with me each and every episode. I appreciate you, and because of that, I love to hear what resonates most with you about our conversations. So please connect with me on social media if you're not already and share your biggest takeaways. I love to hear it. It helps me to keep the good stuff coming. And it also allows for me to know that the work that I'm putting out there in the world resonates and that you are stepping one step closer to your soul-powered life as a result of our time together. So thank you again. Can't wait to see you in the next episode and we'll talk soon. Bye.